Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. It is another episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And per usual, I pull into my VIP spot. I take the elevator, the VIP elevator, all the way to the top floor. I climb up to the roof, climb that tower, and I look to the great white north. And in Canada, in the, in the fog, in the snows of winter, I see a red light. And that red light is the signal. And I blast my signal to Crystal. She blasts it out to the world, and that's how DDP Radio reaches the masses every single week. It's the magic formula which gets us into your home and without any further ado crystal how are you yes cold but other I'm than that good. how are you um yeah i mean cold pretty much covers it but you know i'm good i'm good thanks all right well as you guys know i usually labor through my uh my intro way longer and babble and get ridiculous but we got no time for that today because we have so much to cram into one show that you guys are going to want to get yourself a pen and a notepad, and then you're going to want to listen three more times because every time we have uh, Nancy and Stacy on, uh, we always get such uh, amazing feedback and messages of all the information and all the, uh, you know, the ever-changing world of, of uh, diet and fitness and nutrition, and it, it's really enlightening. And for me personally, you know, every time they're on, I learn something new. Uh, so um, without any further ado, which I say way too much. Um, first, I'm going to introduce you as our uh, former full-time co-host here at DDP Radio, and now she comes back every quarter because we miss her so much, and she brings Nancy with her because they are so amazing together, and they speak the same language and are able to converse in a way that I am not mentally or physically capable of doing, but we are so <laughs> glad to have her back, as we always uh, enjoy her returns to the show. The one time and always co-host of DDP Radio, Stacy Morris. How are you? <laughs> oh, that was a big intro for a. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I think I, I, think I, uh, I got her off hold, but um, well, I will. Uh, I will come back to that. Um, well, I, I was gonna, I had a flow going and I totally screwed it up. So, uh, you know, she's been on the show basically every quarter for the past several years. And she is our favorite. I'm not even gonna say our, one of our favorite, I'm gonna say our favorite returning guest and, um, yep. Nancy Guberte in on Instagram, social media, Facebook, Twitter, probably everywhere. Um, <laughs> you guys should definitely check out everything she has to offer. She offers such amazing services on her site and a real, a great uh, handbook and a person to have to kind of walk you through the steps that seem so overwhelming at times. Um, we are so lucky to have her uh, every time she comes on here and takes the time. And I've said this a million times, but she comes by here almost every quarter. And um, it really does. It, it's a reminder of how quick the years fly by. It's a reminder of how quick it seems like we just had you on, but different mm-hmm. seasons, different times of year brings different challenges and it's so gracious for her to come on with us. Nancy, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. And oh. um just so you know, Stacy is on 
but I don't think we were able to hear. <laughs> She's hearing us. So Okay. Um uh can you hear us now, Stacy? <laughs> I, yeah, I've been hearing you the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we I, that was weird. I I, I just don't tried know what to you on the intro. <laughs> I love the, the intro, Mike. That was a great intro. <laughs> well, I've already I've already killed a lot of time screwing this up. So what I'm gonna do is is you guys have a great way of jump starting the conversation. So I, I know you guys always come with great topics and I'm gonna hand it off to Stacy to kinda engage uh, us here and then I will be a, a, a part time contributor and part time listener and uh, I will let you guys kinda yep. roll with the uh the uh the intro. Absolutely. And like like always, Crystal and Mike, let us know if you have any questions because yeah. Nancy's always happy to answer them. I, I'm Absolutely. not really – Nancy's the expert, so I, I can talk about recipes here and there. But when we were kicking around ideas for this show tonight, we realized three big holidays are coming up, eating holidays, and that would be Halloween – Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then followed by New Year's. So there's a lot of potential triggers coming up for some people, and and there's going to be a lot of input and uh, food coming at you. And so we thought we'll talk about, obviously, some healthier alternatives to some of what's offered, um, starting with Halloween. And also, uh, we wanted to also underscore some of the potential downsides of, of some of the traditional holiday foods, not just because of their sugar content or their caloric, but Nancy is a functional medicine expert and practitioner, and she knows and she can break it down what these things do to our body, you know, things like corn syrup and anything. There's so many things made with corn, uh, and that that's a great segue, I think, Nancy, into Halloween because it seems like... Mm every piece of candy on the market except for the ones you're going to talk about are made with, they're derived from corn or they're processed with corn. And that might sound, you know, not so bad, but it can be a problem in terms of body chemistry. Exactly. So corn is an excitotoxin. So we know right there, we don't want to get the body excited because it affects our neurotransmitters. And now you give this to a kid and it can cause concentration issues. It could cause mood issues. Um, It could also cause mood swings. So we see this a lot and you think it's just the sugar but it's actually the ingredients, the artificial, the dyes, it's the corn, and um, this, all this bad, bad stuff. In addition, regular Halloween candy is loaded with mercury and aluminum, which are neurotoxins. So what? we don't want to be, yeah, so it's like trick or treat. <laughs> it's definitely not a treat. It's a trick. So you know, the M&Ms, the Musketeers, all the regular stuff, they all are loaded. They have aluminum and mercury in them because they have high fructose corn syrup. So when you try to take a kernel of corn and turn it into a liquid, you have to use mercury liquid to do that. So therefore, now it has a neurotoxin. The corn is an excitotoxin. It throws off your serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine. All of these things affect your thinking and your mood and, um, and your anger management. Um, in addition, we look at all of these candies have artificial dyes, and they are carcinogenic, so they're linked to cancers. So here you think you're giving out some little bag and you know, it's just a fun little holiday, but it's very, very toxic. And then lots of parents will then take it to work or end up eating it themselves because they don't want the kids to eat it. So I would just say the one really good company is called, it's called Yummy Earth. And if you look at their website, it's Yum Earth. So Y-U-M Earth.com. 
And, you know, they have lollipops and they have different candies and they taste really good, but they don't have the corn. They are organic. They do have organic sugar. Um, They don't have the dyes. It's all natural. So you could go with that. Um, and, And this is the problem with Halloween candy is we see that it matches with cold and flu season. And they say this year's flu season is going to be a doozy, right? So Mm -hmm. now we come in with the candy that has neurotoxins, excitotoxins, dyes, carcinogenics, um, too much sugar, and that all suppresses the immune system. So it really starts to kick off the holidays in a very unhealthy manner leading into then either Thanksgiving, depending on where you are in the world, and then Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever we celebrate, and all the other holidays that, you know, can be stressful, more sugar, less sleep, um, less balanced Mm -hmm. meals, and you are going to really suppress your immune system. And like Stacey mentioned, you're then going to suppress or overload your adrenal system. And that's when people really crash. And um, adrenal system is involved with our thyroid and our hormones, and it goes into body aches, unexplained um, weight management issues. It affects the blood pressure. Um, It affects um, our energy, Mm -hmm. our metabolism, all across the board, if we have adrenal fatigue or dysfunction or imbalance, it's going to be problematic, and then it does affect the immune system. So I would say instead go for this yum earth. Go for, like, if you want to give out these little Go Macro makes these little um, treat size bars that are really good. Um, Enjoy Life also offers types, different type of snacks that you can give out that are all packaged. And if you want to go the non-food route, you know, if you go on Amazon and get all of these, you know, goodies um, that kids end up really liking, and we're not talking about stickers and pencils, you can get bubble wands and other things that are not around food. And, and are not toxic in of itself. And when I was discussing this with Stacy, we were saying, you know, like all of this is being mindful and having awareness. So the more mindful you are with your choices and where you spend your money, even as, you know, as um, Halloween treats, the more mindful you will be in all areas of your life. And if you could get into mindful eating, that's really very essential during this time of year as you go into the holidays. Yeah, and I really wow. like that idea of of adding a dimension that, that has nothing to do with food to the holiday and making it, you know, you can add creativity. You could You could make Halloween decorations. You could make art, you know, that, that relates to the holiday. Uh, so it's not just completely uh, food-focused because the stimulation is unbelievable. You know, like the the, the cues for, uh, here's the candy, you know. you got to load up on candy. Um, exactly. And, you know, I, I, I wonder if you, you know, you've probably encountered this in your practice for those, um, parents who might be kind of new and easing into clean eating, do you have any advice for, you know, if they've always done it with the national brands and the kids are acclimated to that, how to, how to make a, a transition towards something healthier? As far as the candy goes or the regular yeah. eating? The fa- I mean, uh, honestly, the, can- the candy. Yes. Yeah. If you just go to Yummy Yum Earth, they're—I mean—they're candies. They're really good, uh, and they are. I love their gummies. I mean, their gummies, their lollipops. Yeah. they're so good that I see that the adults are, you know, having them, enjoying them while the trick or treaters are out and about. So um, there's no like, there's no um, feeling 
deprived whatsoever. There are candies that you do want to stay away from, and those are the candies that pretend that they are um, healthy, but they use allulose um, instead. So those are, uh, let me just get those names, because they actually, allulose, the thing about allulose is it's a keto-approved sweetener, and they pretend that it is from, oh, well, we, you could get um, allulose from, they'll say, you could get it from raisins or you could get it from kiwis. But in reality, all of these companies that state allulose, they're getting it from genetically modified fermented corn, and it is horrific on the oh. body. I have a blog on my website. It's my second most popular blog talking about allulose and saying there's none out there that is made from, you know, figs or from raisins or kiwis. And I was like, if you find one, please let me know, and I'm curious to know how you feel. I have gotten over, you know, hundreds of messages and comments saying, I was in the bathroom for days. I thought I had a parasite. I thought I had a stomach bug. Mm. I thought that it was the most horrific time. They should be ashamed of themselves. Anyone who says they're mm. using allulose. There are cereals out there. So whenever you read your labels, check for allulose. And if you are going to have it, really have half of the um, amount, and then monitor. If you get terrible cramping, then you know it's the genetically modified fermented corn that is doing it. So unfortunately, they have candies out there now for kids because they say, oh, it's sugar-free. But yet, mm -hmm. it's these Smart Sweets is the company. There's a Smart Sweets gummies and hard candies. Um, and then this Chalk Zero and Kiss My Keto gummies, all of those. Um, so I would not recommend giving those out to kids. And this is why this Yum Earth does use sugar in their lollipops, but it's organic and it doesn't use any dyes or any corn. So it's much safer. Mm -hmm. You don't want a kid yeah. to get really bad GI distress <clears throat> during you, this. Um, and, Ahead, oh, Mike. sorry about that. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna <laughs> add a quick question. Um, I, I, um, I, if you go on like Amazon, some of those um, those gummies and stuff have the most insane reviews of people getting sick, which I find pretty crazy. But um, I just wanted to say, like, uh, do you find in the practice, you know, that you do, are people naturally more uh, getting more health conscious and aware for children? Because I, I thought about this, and you talked about this. Um, when I was a kid, like, you know, Halloween, you get a little treat and stuff. It's, I mean, we were conditioned to go home with a, a, a pillowcase full of candy. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, thinking of it, it sets up for, like, a lot of, like, bad habits and stuff. Do you think people are paying attention to this more and, and using the alternatives that you use? Or do you see people's uh, mindsets changing with alternative products? Or, do you, or is it as crazy as when I was growing up? You know, and that's a great question. So I will say this. <laughs> there mm -hmm. are a few that are going organic. And unfortunately, you know, like they'll let them still eat it. They're, they're not as health conscious of reading labels. They may not do the pillowcase where I notice they'll have like a little pumpkin that they let their kids walk around with so less can fit in there mm. as opposed crazy. to a pillowcase. But uh, it's yeah. really, really bad. And then you'll have like dentists in the area that will say, okay, bring it here and then we'll give you a dollar, you know, and they, they get rid of them because, the, you know, the candies hurt the braces, the retainers, and it costs mm -hmm. so much money. It could cost you, you know, $600 just to get a replacement now um, for that candy. 
So, you know, instead, like what I would do because of food allergies, I would say, okay, you want to go trick-or-treating. I'm not going to ruin the experience. Like you want to go to the door and all that stuff. Okay, great. But what I will do is when my kids were young, I was like, we'll get some entrepreneurial aspect to it. So, you know, I would say, okay, for every piece, I'll give you 25 cents, you know, and what they would do is create spreadsheets and say, like, to see what was, and then, you know, ended up, one of them went, went into marketing. So putting spreadsheets <laughs> together and saying, okay, this is like the most popular in this neighborhood are Kit Kats, or this is the most, you know, like he would really see how many he got. And then I would be like, okay, so here it is. And then, you know, here's your investment. And we take that. And basically we would just throw it out. Because I'm not going to give it to anyone if I don't believe in it, you know? So I'm like, I don't want to like, oh, yeah, hey, here's a bag of crap. Go ahead and enjoy it. I mean, it has carcinogens and dyes and excitotoxins and everything else. You know, I I could never do that. So we used it more as a math and a comprehension type of thing. And it doesn't spoil the fun of trick-or-treating. But to answer your question, I don't really see it. Um, I just, you know, see that they're using smaller um, bags and smaller um, things to collect, like, you know, the pumpkin. The pumpkin can't really, they walk around, Mm -hmm. I see the little kids walking around with a pumpkin. You can't fit much in there. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's the way. But Mike, you mentioned something about how it creates bad habits. And, and I, I, I think that this whole mindful eating is really important, again, for Halloween and the holidays, because first and foremost, our eating habits are deeply ingrained in us. Yep. And most of the time, if we are not mindful eating, we are mindless eating, meaning we just do it out of habit. We're not aware of our actions. And that actually, that type of eating pattern is usually an instigator and a reinforcer of our most unhealthy habits. And, and that then trickles down into other unhealthy habits. And if we could just switch that, right, so lots of times also if we're not mindful with our eating, we are using food to avoid uncomfortable thoughts and emotions. So I say, like, if we take it all the way back, maybe it was the childhood. Maybe it was this trick-or-treating. It just reinforced further along and then came after that where the holidays and more reinforcement happens with emotional eating and self-defeating patterns. And if, in order for us to turn that around, we have to look at that deeply ingrained eating habit and really see what the triggers are and the environment and see where it brings us. Maybe Halloween brings us somewhere where it puts us in a bad place. And that we have to get back in touch with our body and understanding what works best with us. And that's where I always recommend journaling so you can see why am I eating this? What is it doing for me? Because it is a two-way relationship. What is it doing? And why am I doing this? And how do I feel? And what can I do instead? And I think that should be key for the rest of the year. But it's not and I mean, I can I can vouch that a lot of our that well what we used to do a lot of things that happened in this house were around food at one point. But as the kids grew up and they got sicker, and then I got sick, it there's been a huge shift. So celebrations now aren't so much food focused as they are people focused. But, I mean, it has not been an easy switch at all because, again, and, I mean, we are all aware of this, that, you know, you go to your mom's and she makes the best pecan pie. What do you do? You have a piece of that. You don't stop and think about 
where this is coming from or what's in it, you just kind of think, wow, it's comfort food. But really, it's not comforting. It's it's over the long haul. It can cause all kinds of problems. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's great to make that distinction. And it's not easy. You have to really work on mindful eating yeah. every day. Yeah, it's hard. Like you do working out. Yeah. You know, the same way you would do a yoga program every day, right, whichever one you're doing on that particular day, you have to do the same thing with your mindful living because that's what it really entails. We had a really big conversation here about instilling habits in I had said, you know, when you guys were born, you didn't, you know, all of a sudden get up and start walking and decide that you're going to brush your teeth. This was something that we had to build as a habit or as hygiene. I said, food is the same thing. You don't go to your fridge because you're bored. Have a glass of water first, then go for, you know, a piece of fruit or whatever. But don't resign yourself to someone telling you it's good. If it's if they think it's good but it makes you feel awful, guess what? It's not so good. That's exactly. been a huge lesson. Yeah, it's been a huge lesson. And I think that's important that before reaching for anything, be it that little piece of candy, you know, that could do so much damage, or mm-hmm. some food, you ask yourself, how are you feeling? Are you hungry? Are you stressed? Are you bored? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you lonely? Or are you physically hungry? Because if you can't say, I am physically hungry, then it's best to do something else instead of eating. So eat with intention. But it's, it, it's, again, it's about being aware, being present in the moment. You know, like I would just say, before I eat anything, I would always say to myself, what am I going to get from this? Am I going to get something that's delicious and nutritious and going to, like, nourish my skin, my hair, give me energy? Or am I going to get something that's going to give me a headache or make me feel fatigued or You know, what am I going to get from this food? Is it going to be toxic or medicinal? I think if you ask that simple question, you you know, you may want to avoid asking that question. If there's trauma around food or something gets triggered, you know, or you need a comfort food, but who taught us that food was comfort? Food needs exactly. to be fuel. So I think it comes there. Like it's, there's a psychology. I always say with nutrition and all of this, really, we all know, but it's, it's the psychological aspect that is the hardest. It's the mindset. It's going through the baggage. It's going through the layers and layers of hurt and avoidance and numbness, that's really the key for, Mm -hmm. I believe, wellness on all aspects, mental and physical. And it's not easy to do. No. (laughs) You know, you got to look at head Mm -hmm. on. And sometimes you just can't. So how do you do it? Then you break it into steps that you depending on your personality, depending on what you've been through, what you could handle, you know? And everything looks better in the morning. It's tough at night sometimes. A person's been through a lot, the day, the this, the that, emotions, hurts. It's a a hard time to start things like this. So, like, start fresh in the morning. I have really conditioned my sister because she was notorious for saying, oh, just have a bite. One bite won't hurt. Like, that was her go-to sentence, especially around, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Or, oh, just have a bite. You know, I I really had to condition her to stop saying that. 
stop it because my, you know, what I think might be enough might not be her enough or, you know, we avoid it entirely. And she might not do that. But, again, you have to teach people, you know, how you're going to maneuver all these holidays. And it's, oh, God, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy. And then I would say, as long as you can be true to yourself, you know, because a lot of people, company, you know, misery loves company. So, like, when I would go to these Super Bowl parties, (laughs) I had Mm -hmm. people say, well, I mean, they're all eating. I'm not judging them. You want to eat that? Great. You know, go ahead. But don't try to force me to eat it, you know? So they're like, oh, why aren't you eating it? I'm like, you know why? When I look at that, I know if I eat that, I will get a migraine headache. Yep. Because that's Mm. my vulnerability spot. So when I look at that, I see pain. Now, how could a person then say to you, eat it? Right. Do they want (laughs) you to be in pain? So, like, if you almost break it down, like, I'm not insulting you not to eat this. But I will, like, imagine telling a diabetic to eat the pecan pie or whatever, pecan, you know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I see that, this is what happens. And not to be insulting, I didn't say when I see that I think of, like, throwing up. I just, when I see that, I will (laughs) have a migraine headache, you know? Nobody wants somebody to get a migraine. So it's almost like you have to, because you just got to worry about yourself. You know, we can't change other people. We can just uh, try to be an example and, and, and don't succumb. Like some people will do it because they feel bad for the host. So, uh, and so think of a diplomatic way to say something so you don't insult the host, but you don't be forced to take it. Yeah, in a way, it's kind of like you're getting a two-for-one in this situation because you're doing something healthy for you by saying no to a food and you're you're practicing boundaries. And that is such a good feeling when you follow through with boundaries. And that's important. You know what? And maybe maybe boundaries were an issue. And, you know, maybe boundaries have always been an issue. I think with women, boundaries are an issue. I think that, you know, um, we're taught to, well, at least, (laughs) you know, in certain areas, we're taught to always agree or not cause issues or this or that. I don't know if men have um, boundaries as well, issues with that. But whatever the case may be, you know, you have to, again, go back to being mindful and saying, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And is it right? And, 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 and then in a gentle, loving, diplomatic way, speak your voice. That's important. To thy known self be true. And again, what is your relationship with food? What's your relationship with people? I believe that everything is all intertwined, how we put our uh, body first, how do we speak, what do we choose, what do we accept. You know, like when I go through a whole detox program, yes, I'm talking about toxins in the food and personal care and the environment, but then I talk about toxic people because toxic people in your life will have an effect on your total wellness. <laughs> so it's going to affect you mentally and then physically. You, you so. asked, my, uh, what's my um, relationship with food? I have it listed on my profile as it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> now, have you ever, I'd be curious, did you ever break it down? Um, well, break it down like as why it's complicated? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a shrink with a, with a lot of money that probably, you know, I I, I mean, I, this nut's kind of hard to crack. So I don't know. I probably just a, a amalgamation of everything in my life from the beginning to right. Now. Yeah. So that and you don't need a shrink. 
I mean, there's nothing against shrinks if you want to go That's to one. That's the nicest thing anyone's know, ever said to me. You don't need a shrink. You can break it down. Like, it's complicated, right? So, okay, insurmountable. So it's complicated, but every aspect. So then write it down. Break it down. Don't they say once you break everything down into levels, it's not so complicated because now you have little categories. This happened then, this happened then, this happened then. Because that happened, it created this, this, thing. Like do a flow chart of why it's complicated. And then you'll know, oh, when you have a trigger or when you feel someone, well, that goes into that compartment, that goes into this compartment, and so on. But it's complicated sounds almost like you can't defeat it. Mm-hmm. No, that, I mean, that, that makes but sense. If you break it down, you'll see. You can. You may. And there are always layers. I've, I've discovered, yes. you know, layers to be uncovered. Even at my ripe age, and I've been mining my story since my early 20s, um, and it, it, there were a lot of layers to it, starting with, you know, food was forbidden growing up. You know, my the adults around me were always monitoring everything I ate, putting me on diet, and that just sent everything into a tailspin for me, physically and emotionally. I was a growing kid, um, and it just, just did such a number on, on psychologically uh, on, that I was criminalized for wanting to eat. And so I, and I took a long time to work through this, and, and part of that was a lot of rebellion eating in my late teens, early 20s, taking back my my say in what what I eat um, and at the and then I you know that evened out but and you know I dropped weight and, and I, I did it without dieting um, but what really lately has been coming up for me is how deeply uh, those early messages affected my sense of, of worth and that's something that I, I did not avoid, I, I wasn't trying to avoid that, but it was so painful that it just got buried. And only now is it coming up on its own accord so I can deal with it. And it's, you know, it's painful. Painful, I don't really know what to do with it sometimes. Uh, a lot of the players in my life are dead now, and I don't really know how to resolve it. But being aware of it takes takes some of the charge out of it, you know, and it takes the mystery, like that mystery ache that that was plaguing me. It gives it some clarity, you know, but it takes time to really, I don't even, I'm not pushing for, uh, you know, okay, now there's going to be a date when I suddenly feel released from this or I feel absolutely, you know, free of it. Maybe that'll happen, but that's a gradual process. And, you know, realizing things like that is as important to me as food choices. That's all. And it's a process, <laughs> right? And you also have to be yeah. ready to, like, get to that level, correct? Yeah. I think like, it, some of this stuff is revealed when, you know, when I've made myself ready. Um, right. And for, for many years, I just, did, you know, I didn't want to go too deeply into it. I just mm-hmm. thought, well, I'll, I'll deal with it food-wise and I'll just focus on nutrition and diet and exercise. Um, but that's only one part of it. And I, that's why I love your philosophy, Nancy, because you address the person in their totality, not just their weight, not just their nutrients that they're eating, but their emotions, you know, and, and their past and how it impacts, you know, present day. It's all relevant. Absolutely. We're all one. You know, like you're all all that person. And, you know, if anybody ever works with anyone, you got to find someone who's going to take you all. (laughs) You know, so like Mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, 
you just go to a therapist, what are they seeing and are they looking? Oh, like I, I read a sign the other day. I thought it was pretty funny. It said, if your doctor prescribes you medicine without asking about your stress levels, your eating regimen, your lifestyle factors, your sleep, then he's not a doctor. He is a drug pusher because mm-hmm. they're not looking at the whole person. Lots of times, you know, it, you don't look at the sleep. Sleep really affects the body physically in a negative way if you're not getting the right sleep. It can affect the adrenals, the hormones, the thyroid. It can cause a lot of um, mental imbalance as well. You know, so you have to look at that all. You have to ask all these different factors. You know, what is keeping the person up? Is there something on their mind? Um, Is it when they eat a certain amount of food? That's why journaling is crucial. Journal how you feel. Journal what you eat. You know, really get into a good relationship with your body, a relationship with your food, and you can start to um, learn and read the signals that your body gives you. That would be such a great way to head into these holidays and really, you know, going forward is growing awareness of what you feel, why you do the things you do, and how do you feel, which I think would be really great. Yeah, and... And there's truly no one size fits all for nutrition. Um, you know, like I'll run, I talk to Nancy once a month because I'm in her membership program, which you can check out on her website. She also has a lot of info right on her website. You can just access it anytime. But I like having, you know, the, the monthly access because I'm, I'm going through health issues and I've also lost all faith in the medical, you know, profession. So um, we're working on going underneath, you know, the the whole pharmaceutical industry because it's not helping me. And, you know, thank God, doctors don't push adrenal health. You know, they don't push, um, you know, gut health. And and that's just like the absolute foundation of, of anyone's healthy body. So... Um, I just wanted to put a plug out there for Nancy, you know, for her website, for her social media. For, she's got a wonderful book, um, Healthy Living Every Day, which is a okay. page a day, totally manageable. It's, it's just it's encouraging. It's got a, a wonderful tone to it. Um, but, you know, just take advantage of what she, she's so reputable and she cares. You know, and there's no one size fits all. She's always telling me, okay, try, you know, try this homeopathic drop, but forget what everyone else says it's going to do. How do you feel? How is your body taking it? Same goes for food. You know, some people might love quinoa, and other people find it kind of disruptive to their system. So it's like she she won't um, just find a way and here's a program she she makes you accountable for you've got to really get to know your body and, and your mind because it's it's the only way you're going to get traction into from permanent health that, well, that's such a great, it's super important <laughs> that, that's such a great point to make and and stacy uh, you brought up that you, you talk once a, a month to nancy and um you know uh, sidebar, uh, my mom was in the hospital for the past almost three weeks after her surgery, found out she had a MRSA infection recently um, oh. after her surgery, and it got pretty touchy and pretty scary. And I remember sitting there thinking that, you know, I trust medicine to a certain degree, you know, most of it, but it's gotten to the point where it's a conveyor belt system now. And if you die mm-hmm. on the table, you're cleaned up, and the next person's in there probably within the hour. And it, you really don't get a lot of opportunity to consult on somebody who's knowledgeable person to person, you know, one-to-one. 
And I think that could really, that really is a game changer for a lot of people. And, and I get that hospitals and doctors mm-hmm. are overwhelmed too, that you don't have the availability to sit there and just ask questions to do it right. And with somebody with Nancy, who's, who's just like so knowledgeable in so many different areas who could just sit there one-on-one and answer the questions, you'll take the time. I think that is a real game changer in people's health and, and fitness to just have that access. Mm-hmm. And I recommend it to uh, anyone who's listening who really just needs to take that up a notch. Absolutely. Well, thank you all. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> while we're on it, let's go. Yeah, Stacey, you're amazing. You do, you know, so much. And um, you really are dedicating your energy and time to your total wellness. And, and honestly, that's the best because no one's going to do it for us. Um, right. You know, it's really, and you mentioned about the adrenal system and like your sweet comfort books and everything really help. And I just to touch back to this sugar from the Halloween, it, it puts our body into a fight or flight response. So that's where Stacey is talking about how it really messes the adrenal system. So, you know, how books are helpful for that as well. Um, but this is another reason why we really don't want to go crazy at Halloween. Um, it's, it's, it just kicks off the vicious cycle, a downward spiral, because the holidays have a lot of sugars as well. And it's the time when our immune system really needs to be kicking in. So if you want to thrive and survive this holiday, you know, here's nine quick little steps. Um, you know, I would definitely start each day with some type of mindful uh, regimen, such as meditation and exercise or stretching to whatever degree you can do. And then I would go into meditation and motivational quotes to get into the best frame of mind. And then socialize with family and friends that you should, if you could do it outdoors, a brisk walk in the cold air up in Canada um, or even here. (laughs) And stay hydrated all day with electrolytes, especially if you're having any alcoholic or beverages or caffeine because they do dehydrate you. So having electrolytes is key. And I would skip Mm -hmm. any simple carbohydrates, so anything with sugar and whites and Really focus on eating lean protein and some type of good vegetable. Um, if you can practice this mindful eating and be aware of your breathing and chewing and drinking, um, take probiotics, you know, they're really helpful because it's not only going to help you with digestion, but it's going to help with mood at this time of year. And make sure you get ample sleep to deal with um any family time or drama that happens during the holidays and resist overeating, um, quality sleep can help. Because if you're tired, lots of people will eat just to stay awake, and we don't want that. So, yeah. And you're always reminding me, Nancy, that when when you get a lot of this in place and you, you get enough sleep and you're, you're eating you know, for your health, as much as you can, uh, you're at an advantage, especially when it comes to the immune system and fighting off, you know, colds and things like that. And another thing that affects a lot of people is the time of year, the days are getting shorter, and that can affect mood and serotonin and all that. And so it's just something to be aware of, you know, that might be for some a further trigger you know, to comfort yourself with food, which it, it can, you know, it's not fun when it gets dark at 5 o'clock, you know. So, but find other things, you know. Turn on turn on some great music or that channel on the TV that it's got the fireplace going. You know, there are ways, mm. I, I've learned there are ways to cheer myself up um, beyond food. But... Um, also, I wanted to mention to, to go to my website for lots of recipes, especially um, dessert alternatives for the holidays, and soup. I mean, soup is my number one comfort food. I make it all year round, and it's just, to me, it's like the most comforting thing in the world. And it can be nutritious, too. It doesn't have to be a drag. 
It can taste good and be nutritious. So tastymorris.com, lots and lots of recipes. I, I was going to touch on that in just a second because I have to say that since you sent me your book years ago, it is probably my staple when it comes to Christmas and holiday and recipes. And every oh. single person <laughs> who I know in the DDPY community, every single one that like is around me has at least a copy of that book. And for the clean comfort and the sweet comfort, like if you're trying to do this, you know, the DDPY and, and eating like clean and, you know, you're, you're sick of going to holidays and just, you know, eating carrot sticks. Stacey Morris makes the holidays so much more manageable and so much more fun because it does. It, I mean, despite eating better, it is a bummer when everyone else is, you know, partaking and you have to sit on the sidelines. And this just is something that not just you can enjoy, but put out there. And if you don't tell them it's a clean version, they probably won't even notice and they'll eat it with you. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have but to miss no. out. That is, that's the truth. <clears throat> Absolutely. And you guys have put some amazing soup recipes, too. I know Chef Bill made a, a clam chowder one up there for me a couple years ago. Where he And uh, it's still, oh, I have yeah. it on my phone saved, and I make it at least once or, you know, <laughs> once or twice every, every few months. Oh, cool. I'll tell him. He'll be thrilled. <laughs> awesome. But, I, I mean, I didn't realize we had gotten this far already, so I'm going to let you guys kind of uh, take it from here. If there's anything else you want to get to, we got about eight, nine, ten minutes left, um, but uh, I've been rambling. So if there's anything you guys wanted to hit on before we go, I'm going to hand it over to you guys. Oh, well, Nancy, I mean, I, I don't know. I think we've, we've covered a lot of the major points. Um, I just wanted to underscore I, – I can't say enough about adrenal health because I've been working on that. And a lot of people think, oh, it's just your flight or a fight system, you know. It's no big deal. You know, it's something you don't use all the time except maybe in an emergency. But it really does so many systems in the body. And how do you know if you're sort of out of out of good adrenal health and you're veering into the, to the realm of poor adrenal health. What are some signs? That's great to know. So if you have irritability, depression, moodiness, um, muscle, bone weakness, high blood sugars that are coming up in your blood test, if you're having some type of skin problems, such as acne or red-blue streaks on um, the underarms or abdomen, if you have upper body obesity, um, you know, weight management issues, fatigue, that can also be signs of adrenal system. If your thyroids are off and your hormones are off, because I always say they, it's a triangle, and they pass the baton to each one. So if we have problems with the adrenals, it throws off the hormones and the thyroid. And, you know, if it goes untreated, we can then have blood pressure issues and extreme weakness and fatigue. You know, you could be misdiagnosed with um, chronic fatigue. Um, you can just be experiencing lightheadedness. Your electrolytes are off. It really, like you say, affects, it infiltrates all parts of the body. You just don't feel your best. And when it goes on for too long, um, it, it then affects the hormones and the thyroid. And, and the thyroid and hormones can put stress on the adrenal and give you adrenal fatigue. So you feel tired and you have trouble falling asleep at night or you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and you have this um, desire for salt-sugar combination. So you definitely want to nourish your adrenal system because then it affects the endocrine system as well, and that's the hormones and then the thyroid. 
So if you're having, if you just don't feel right and you're under stress and just not feeling happy, you know, um, you have some physical stress, emotional, mental stress, it's just you're stressed out for too long. We see that a lot with, you know, after the pandemic and people getting back and now they're feeling anxious about getting back. Um, but if you have thyroid issues, cortisol issues, that means you're not sleeping, hormone issues, you definitely want to look at your adrenal system. And the best way is to eat real clean and, and look at herbs like ashwagandha and different things, B vitamins. You know, I, I don't recommend a blanket because everyone's unique, and that's why we do the organic acid test. But adrenal, um, adrenal system is really crucial to look at. Yeah, and it's something just a doctors don't really talk about. <laughs> They I mean, I've never had a doctor mention it. it. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think they understand it, you know. And I think that would be a really good show to go through, like, the adrenal fatigue and the symptoms and, and different things that you could look at and, and different markers that you could even ask your doctor to run in the blood test because they don't really know what to run either. It's kind of <laughs> disheartening. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, the the human body is, I mean, you know what feels good and you know what feels bad. And I think a lot of times, myself included, when we don't feel good, we just accept it as, oh, I'm getting older. Oh, it's, you know, this and that. And we yeah. don't actually try to, um, to look into the reasons why I don't feel good. And if your body's not feeling good, something's off. And I think, you know, that's a great place to start. Um to, you know, ask questions about why don't I feel good? 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Self-inquiry rules. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, ask, ask questions, right? Um, and that's why uh, having you on here is such a great resource to, to me and the listeners. And uh, we are almost out of time. But before we go, um, do you have anything uh, you want to put out there, anything besides the things we talked about? Uh, on your website, anything new or on the horizon? Um, I would just um, say, you know, if you have any, you know, just keep asking questions and, and expect more for your life because you're here for a reason. And in order to really accomplish everything in life, you have to feel your best, both physically and mentally. And you can do it because you are worth it. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Wow, that's, that's, absolutely. That's great. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate it. You know, we have you on here, uh, you know, every quarter or so. We've been having you on here for several years, and it's always a pleasure. And I think these, this and then the, the winter ones are the most important because I think a lot of people get overwhelmed. And sometimes just reading about the information on a website is, you know, having you sit there and explain to us, what's going on and things that we can do. It's, it's such an, an amazing resource. And, and I appreciate you for always coming back and, and checking in with us. Um, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much on behalf of everybody here at DDP radio. Um, and of course, Stacy, you know how much we love you too. And uh, you are uh, one of the OGs on the DDP radio. Uh, if you guys go back to any of the mm-hmm. archives, Stacy did this every Wednesday night for, for years and years and years. And the fact that she still wants to come back and say hello to me, Makes her a, glut, a glutton for punishment, but also a it's great, always, a great oh, friend. Oh, it's always a great reunion. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Uh, you too. And uh, com and on Instagram and Facebook and all of those and stacymorris.com, uh, an amazing resource there. But thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a great Halloween, and I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. And we always right. finish up here with, Crystal Stewart, yep, knocking us out with a great quote of the week, and uh, so let's uh, let's fire this off and head off into Halloween with uh, blazing motivation and inspiration. Sure. So this week's quote is from Katie Mullins. Um, it's not about perfect; it's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how we all change. That's how change occurs. Wait, why are you talking to my wife? 
Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks, Thank you, Stacey. Uh, stay warm, Crystal. Bundle up, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He did a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.